Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, leveraging partnerships to promote flu vaccinations among duly eligible beneficiaries during COVID-19. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on November 2nd, 2021. In this podcast, Samra Ashanafi, a public health advisor for the National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Diseases at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, provides an overview of flu prevention strategies for duly eligible beneficiaries. Today, I'll talk about CDC's effort to promote flu vaccination through partnerships with state, community-based organizations, and other organizations. Most of my presentation will focus on um, CDC's work through partnering for vaccine equity program, which is a program that I'm a part of. Um, and the goal of the program is trying to reduce disparities in adults on vaccination among racial and ethnic minority groups. However, I'll also touch upon CDC's efforts to increase vaccination and access among disproportionately affected adult populations. Adult immunization has experienced a longstanding disparity for a very long time. And through the COVID-19 pandemic, we've had a chance to sort of regain some funding and attention to build a system that hopefully will bridge that gap and particularly address vaccine access, including flu vaccine and also the COVID-19 vaccine. And hopefully those partnerships that we're building in the communities that um, we hope to have a long-lasting effect and will decrease other vaccine disparities as well. The guideline for COVID-19 vaccine, as most of you are aware or all of you are aware, is that a COVID-19 and flu can be administered at the same time. That is the guidance from CDC and ACIP. So a lot of our partners are doing promotion for both COVID-19 and flu during the flu season. There has been a long-standing disparities among communities, especially communities of color and different ethnic minorities compared to others that have not received the recommended adult vaccination, including the vaccine. CDC established Partnering for Vaccine Equity Program with the vision of working to reduce racial and ethnic disparities that exist in vaccination through partnership to drive community-level action to support racial and ethnic minority communities. Again, this graph shows the long-standing disparity among racial and ethnic minority groups in different vaccine coverage, and we're hoping to make stride in partnering with community leaders, people that work in the community, and are able to reach the population that we're hoping to target. Recognizing that people interact at different types of environments, we're hoping to influence their knowledge and access and perception of vaccine, working with different partners at the national level, at the state level, at the local level, and at the community level. So some of the activities focus on addressing barriers to vaccine uptake, creating awareness, really educating the community, and making sure that the vaccine is actually accessible and available and building confidence and answering any concerns people may have regarding the vaccine safety, et cetera. Here, the graph shows we have partners at the national, state, and local, and community level really trying to target We individually interact with different individuals, organizations, healthcare settings throughout our day. And it's important that people receive the right information at the different levels that they will be interacting with to build confidence in the vaccine. Here, you'll see some of the partners that we have funded, each of the members of the 
partnering for vaccine equity program are part of a larger network working towards a common goal. So they include a mix of nonprofit organizations, state and local health departments, local governments, academic and research institutes. Here uh, you see represented, for example, we have national level uh, medical associations like the National Medical Association. We also have national level organizations like UNIDOS US or the Conference of National Black Churches, Asian American Pacific Islander Health Forum. We also have um, organizations like the National Urban League, et cetera. We're trying to partner with different organizations that have a strong connection at the community level and are able to use their network to develop materials regarding the vaccine and also share information and, and really hold educational, educational programs and sessions mostly over the entire now because of the COVID and a virtual, virtual platform, platform uh, but have been really successful so far since the beginning. CDC is funding 13 national organizations for medical and professional associations specifically for jurisdictions and more than 400 local and community organizations that serve racial and ethnic minorities. Through our partnership with the medical and professional associations, we engage, equip, and support the network of providers and clinicians to improve immunization. We had some success so far. Like I mentioned, some of the members include the National Standard Medical Association, the Association of American Indian Physicians, and we also have the Society of Post-Acute and Long-Term Care Medicine, and more presented who have received funding from the CDC through this type of work. Some of the strategies and resources include individual providers for clinicians promoting COVID vaccination. And also, we, for example, at HMA, spotlight community events and vaccination clinics, and distributing bilingual campaign resources, and then safety kits and backpacks. They have reached over 530 plus adults with vaccine messaging. The National Council of Urban Indian Health be a good, they have a campaign called Be a Good Relative, which engages vaccination among indigenous people living in urban areas. So CDC is working with three national organizations to support 250 plus community-based organizations to build confidence and access to these and COVID-19 vaccinations in communities of color. So including training employees of messengers with cultural and individual information, providing materials, etc. So these organizations hold vaccination events and play a really crucial role in increasing vaccination and follow-up population. One organization I would like to highlight is United Colorado. The organization and communication training for key stakeholders that included testimonials from community members, provide feedback on communication methods with the best results, increasing people's likelihood of getting the vaccine. The support from community catalysts, community-based organization called Hispanic Community Services, released a new bilingual radio, commercial promoting flu, COVID-19 vaccination, and advantage that ran across four different radio stations for a total of 176 radio stops. 
Here you will see the release program with the 30 partners in 23 states that have developed communication materials, trained influential messengers, really build confidence in the influenza and COVID-19 vaccination. These partners have collaborated with other local and state health agencies. They have held more than 575 mobile clinics with flu vaccination opportunities for thousands of ethnic and racial minority communities that may not have access otherwise. They've also translated promotional materials to 20-plus languages. They use ads and transit spaces where buses and trains, et cetera, are found. A great video through the radio, Instagram, Facebook. For example, the San Diego Health and Human Health Services and one of these created an outreach material for National Influenza Vaccination Week and incorporated the maps and analysis that CDC's data and formal technical assistance team provided. So this is just a sampling of the work that CDC is using to promote flu and COVID-19 vaccination. And then we look forward to continuing to work to Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes the full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations and care models. To learn more about current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care.